Welcome to the Cyber Psychos Podcast. In the last episode, Robin got some new feet. And Circus was challenged to a test of strength. Everybody's back at Tano's compound. Heretic is slightly wounded from getting jumped on and falling out of the ceiling. Robin comes up with an idea. Robin leans forward with a mischievous grin spreading across his face and says, I know exactly where we can find an old test of strength machine. Robin winks at Heretic very slowly. I feel you're having an eye convulsion. Are you all right? Does any of your face feel tingly? I'm winking. There's an old abandoned mall on the outskirts of town near the Pacifica playground. It's been closed for years, but I've heard that they still have some old games in there. That might be perfect. Including a test of strength machine. Oh, bueno, bueno, bueno. But we have to be careful, because I've heard rumors that the shopping mall is haunted. There might be g-g-ghosts. There's ghosts in the mall? That's what I heard. I don't know if distant body spirits are a thing. So here's the plan. Let's sneak in during the night and search for it while everyone's asleep. We can't risk being seen by anyone. So I'll have to be extra careful. Don't we have that, like, invisible camo armor that we're still lugging around? I still have my mimetic, uh, mimetic camo. I'm wearing the other. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll split up in teams and search different parts of the mall. We'll use our agents as flashlights. And we'll only speak in whispers. And if we see anyone, we'll hide. You know most of us can see in the dark with our cyber eyes, right? Shamo. Speak for yourself. Heretic doesn't have a cyber eye. I would like to rig some of the games to go off at the same time that the circus hits the, hits the final blow. So the team makes their way down to the Pacifica Playground. There's an abandoned mall next to it. So you should go down to the uh, Orange Julian. Oh, I love the Orange Julian. Heretic needs to call Circus and tell him when and where exactly to meet. Uh, does this place have a name? It's the old shopping district next to the amusement park at the Pacifica Playground. Okay. It's, a, it's an abandoned mall. The abandoned mall in Pacifica Playground. Correct. Next to the amusement park. Mr. Heretic. Oh, uh, you don't have to include the Mr. My name's just Heretic. It's not like my last name or anything. Well, I have manners, unlike some people. Oh, yes. The manners you had when you gunned down my friend. Either way, you know I am calling. I have a place in mind. The old abandoned mall in Pacifica Playground. I've been waiting on bated breath. And there's a test of strength machine right there. I know of the abandoned mall. When would you like to meet? You said to meet in two days, but what time? Dusk. So please refresh my memory on this challenge. You want Robin to challenge me against a test of strength. And if I win and I hit that bell, Robin comes back with the bozos and you lose your man. That's correct. And what happens if Robin wins? You will forget about him forever. You'll let him go, never to return. Applesauce, that's my man. If Robin wins, you leave the Cyber Psychos alone. The Cyber Psychos? 
Is that what you're calling yourselves now? That's the name they gave us. Somebody gave us. I'm not really sure. I never really voted for it, but I don't know if I, like, get to vote on these things. I'll see you in two days at dusk, my friend. Good. Dibanthar is gathering his materials, and he is also going to load 12 landmines into the trunk of the car. Brock's phone rings. It's Mr. Hippo. You got Brock. Yeah, uh... Hey, Brock. I hate to do this, but, uh, the police are here, and, uh, they want to talk to you. Real, real sorry. And Mr. Hippo hands the phone to Sergeant Rents. Hold on, man. Don't do that. Howdy, partner. This is Sergeant Rents from the Night City Police Department. I'm calling you because I've been hearing some mighty disturbing things about you, Brock. How's it going, Sergeant? How's the clown business? This is official police business. So, on the books rather than off the books like normal. We know that you know about the explosion at the rally. No, no, I heard about that. And we know that you're involved, partner. You can't hide from the long arm of the law. And I know that you know that I know about your association with the bozos. Oh, come on now, Brock. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, that's interesting. Uh, so, uh, lost any good men lately? Shut your mouth and open your ears. I know about the murders under the bridge, you cop killer, and the bomb you planted at the rally. I reckon you thought you'd get away with whatever you wanted. It's time you turned yourself in and faced the consequences of your actions. Do you really think I'm capable of taking on four police officers unarmed by myself? I know more than you think I know, partner. I have evidence linking you to those crimes. And if you don't turn yourself in, I'll make sure that every gang in town knows about what you've been up to and give you a little street justice. For one, I'm not going to talk to you without a lawyer about any of these things. For two, how many do you think it took to take down your boys? Are you going to do the right thing and turn yourself in? I'm going to talk to my lawyer first before we keep going. Sure thing, partner. But don't take too long. Time's running out. And justice will be served one way or another. And Brock hangs up his phone. I have some plans for that Bugatti. We're going to make it fly one day. Oh, hold on, let's go back. You're going to make my Bugatti do what? We're going to make it fly. Why? Why Why do you not want something that flies? Banthar is collecting his parts from Tanyo's junkyard. I have four big crates. I have four big crates that will, will be using the parts to uh, rig the uh, arcade games as well as the test of strength. So the group gets together right before sundown. They're going in at night to the Pacifica playground area. Scyther, are you taking your Bugatti? Yes. The team heads down to Pacifica Playground. Pacifica Playground is a bustling neon-lit hub of activity where people come to escape the drudgery and dangers of daily life. The Pacifica Playground is located in a rundown area of Night City, with towering skyscrapers and flickering neon signs providing a stark contrast to the poverty and decay of the surrounding streets. There's an old shopping district next to the amusement park that used to be a bustling hub of commerce but has since fallen into disuse. The storefronts are boarded up and the windows 
shattered and graffiti-covered. The streetlights flicker and dim, casting long shadows across the cracked pavement. The air is thick with the smell of decay and neglect. Faded advertisements and posters still cling to the walls, offering outdated products and services. Trash and debris litter the streets. Oh my god, look, there's an okay American cookie. There is an orange Julian. I love that cheat. I mix the tequila with it. It is better good. Forever 43, my favorite store. No, I remember that maybe toys. Old gravy. I really love Petzl's Wetzel's. Hot tropics. (laughs) Oh, look, they have a whole rears in here. I'll meet you down by the wet veal. Look, it's Build-A-Rat. There's Paymore Shoe Source. I heard heard they used to film a show about some corrupt church in here. (laughs) The Righteous Rhinestones. Holy cheat, look at this arcade. This is where we're going to set up, right? Under the cover of night, the cyber psychos sneak through the abandoned mall. Don't be suspicious. Pantar is going to bust a lock on the arcade, on the door of the arcade. Wait, let me try to pick it. Wait up for me, guys. My new cyber feet are still healing. We will wait on you, D-Robin. We're going to have to go ahead and get everything set up. All right. Scythe, Scythe is still trying to pick the lock. He just had, they just had to find their lock pick. It was under P for pick lock. I got a two. And Banthar shakes his head and gets his bolt cutters out. Your lock pick snaps off inside of the lock. Somebody else roll lock pick. I'm going to give you one more shot at this. Electra rolled a 23. Move over. This is my thing. And then I pull out my lock picks and they're all multicolored and rainbowy. I am going to rig all of these machinas to simultaneously go off when the chuckle fuck hits the hammer and does the final blow. Santa Maria, they have a centipenis and a Pokemon and a Tetris. And they also have a yield stab. So I will put a landmine in each one of these four machinas, as well as the test of strength. And I am able to trigger these with my cyber eye remotely. Uh, hey, bro, won't that kill us all? Banthar, handling the landmines, needs to roll demolition so he doesn't explode himself when he's unloading out of the car. I, I, I did not do so good. I got a negative two. With all your luck, you have a five. While Banthar is unloading the landmines, one of them goes off. Roll damage. Banthar takes 12 damage to the face. And his ears are ringing. What the fuck was that? Holy fucking shit! Banthar, are you alright? I don't know. I don't know. Something just went off in my face. It was like a flash of light. Mamacita, where are you, Mamacita? Don't, don't go to the light, Banthar. Come here. No, he is dead. He's not dead. Santa said he's okay. Wait a minute. Is that Jesus? Don't go to Jesus. Who's who's ringing the bell? You got 12 damage. Take it off your sheet. Banthar is now injured and won't be able to participate in the activities going forward. Uh, does he need to be stabilized or anything? Yes, you could stabilize him. Can he use first aid? 20. Do you put in a speed heal? Uh, yes. Banthar, here you are. This will stabilize you for now. That feels so good. Muchas gracias. It smells like the burning of the hair. (laughs) You've lost a lot of your hair. I'm going to say that I don't have a mirror handy, but yeah, we're definitely going to have to get you a hat. We are simply unloading the landmines at this point. Once you get them into the arcade, Banthar still needs to rig them up, and he's going to be at a negative two for everything he does. 
Scythe goes to handle the landmines, and they explode. Roll damage. 3d6. I wish I had never found these damn dumpster landmines. <laughs> I'll throw two lucks at it, uh, bringing me to the DV of 13. I rolled a 21 of perception. I want to see what the outside of the mall looks like. Does it look like a normal mall? This mall is dilapidated and has been closed for years. When Electra goes down the corridor in between the stores, she notices that there are clowns lurking in the shadows. The clowns are dressed in colorful and exaggerated costumes, their makeup <laughs> smeared and distorted. Their smiles are twisted and unnatural. Brock! Brock! There's clowns! I cloak up and start pushing her behind me. Brock goes invisible. I'm staying at the entrance of the hallway, making sure that she gets away. Is there anything above me? There's a fucking drop ceiling. <laughs> Electra, roll stealth. Brock's invisible. He doesn't need to roll stealth. I roll a six. <laughs> the clowns step out into the corridor and face off with Electra. Brock recognizes this clown as Ryder. So they see me? Yeah, they see you. I rolled a 18 persuasion. What are you going to say? Hey, what's up? <laughs> you guys look cool. Have you seen my cat? Oh, you think you're clever, do you? Well, I've got a surprise for you. I don't really like surprises, so I'm going to go this way. Brock. He brings out a giant clown on a leash. This clown is named Punchline. Punchline is a towering figure standing over seven feet tall with a muscular build and broad shoulders. His face painted in bold colors with exaggerated features and a wicked grin that reveals a mouth of gold-capped teeth. He wears a bulky and armored suit adorned with spikes and chains. He is the freak on a leash. I got an 18 at point-blank range. That'd be nine. The rest of the gang hears a gunshot in the room next door. What, what the fuck was that? Holy shit. What was that? Drone, deploy. Insight deploys their drone to go find the, the noise that just happened. Roll basic tech. 17. All right, the drone whips around the corner. Scythe sees Ryder and Punchline down the corridor. Ryder's reeling back from getting shot in the face. And Punchline whips the leash out of Ryder's hand and goes to attack nothing from where he thinks that the shot came from because Brock's invisible. Guys, we got two bozos over here. One's way bigger than the other. Shit. They're trying to pull an ambush on us. I'm going to have Punchline do a 17 DV to hit. He swings a mallet at you. Giant hammer. Yes, you roll evasion. He rolled a 19 and hit you. Rolling damage on Brock. All right, 15 plus whatever I get for being invisible. 11 damage on Brock Stockton. Shit. Circus. It's a double cross. Of course it is. It's a triple cross, I guess, now at this point. All right, I'm going to roll basic tech to shoot at uh, what I perceive to be the biggest threat, um, Punchline, whose name I don't know yet. I rolled a nine, but I am going to throw five lucks at it, bringing me to, uh, I don't know, 14. How many luck do you have left? None after that, boy. No more luck after this. Your luck has run out. Luck is homebrewed in our game and it restarts every session. Yes, you hit the big boy. I do 14 damages to him. Oh, 
Wow, somebody's invisible. You think you can surprise me? I'm the master of surprises. Uh, I'm going to start moving towards the sound of gunfire, readying my assault rifle. So Electra sees the drone move past her, so she skirts to a stop, turns back. So in the initiative right now, Brock is invisible in the hallway. Ryder takes a shot into the dark, not knowing where exactly Brock is. He'll have a DV-17 to hit. Takes a blind shot in the corridor. Bantar is feeling better after his year mamate, and he is loading his weapons and switching his mimetic camo to the on and getting ready to lead the arcade. Ryder gets a 20. Rolling damage on Brock Stockton, 17. Due to Brock's horrible synth coke addiction, it actually does raise his reflexes up by one, which is above the... Uh, Ability to dodge a bullet. Yeah, it gives you a chance to, to use evasion when shot at. Roll evasion. That was a 21. Brock ducks out of the way of the bullet. Yeah, if I was going to be dealing with the negative effects of uh, synth coke, I'm dealing with the positive effects of synth coke. Brock, it's your turn to fire back on the clowns. All right, firing at Ryder. That's a 17. Roll damage on Ryder. All right, 15, and I got a rate of fire at two, so I'm double tapping him. 26 on my second shot. That's critical. Roll damage on Ryder. 15. You kill Ryder. Ryder is dead. All right, drone's taking a shot of the big boy, the punchline, rolling basic tech. <laughs> An eight. The gun jams on the drone. Electra turns around and runs back into the fray, blasting and shooting from both hands. Get off my block! Electra got a 20, and you get two shots with your handguns. And one eight. Roll damage twice on the big boy. Punchline. 11. Six on the other. 17 damage on punchline. Two more clowns appear from the back of the hallway. Scythe um, pulls back the drone, flies it back so that they can unjam the weapon on it, and also says, Mother's milk, I choose you, and pulls my bird out of my pocket and throws it around the corner. Mother's milk swoops down with the hot pips. 18. A pile of bird shit lands directly in Punchline's mouth. The freak clown screeches out in rage. Duty! And barrels down the hallway. Duty! As the drone comes down and Scythe goes to uh, clear the stove piped round that's dangling out of it, I say, where the fuck are y'all running to? We gotta fucking go. It's a goddamn trap. I gotta at least provide cover fire to get Electra and Brock out of there. Not a good idea. The two other clowns emerge. It's Jester and Harlequin. Jester is a towering figure standing nearly seven feet tall as well with a muscular build and a shock of neon green hair. His face is painted in traditional clown style with a perpetual grin that reveals a mouthful of razor-sharp teeth. He wears a patchwork outfit from a mismatch of materials including leather, denim, and various other synthetic fabrics adorned with bright colors and patterns. Harlequin is much smaller in stature compared to Jester, standing at just over five feet tall, but what he lacks in size he makes up for in agility and cunning. He is a juggalo, and his face is painted black and white. He wears a tight-fitting outfit made of durable high-tech fabric that is decorated with bells and ribbons that jingles as he moves. Heretic and Banthar make it around the corner. 
Bantar is going to take a shot at Harlequin, and I am going to use the grenade launcher. And I got an A, but I can throw some, but I can throw some luck at it so it does not blow up in my freaking face again. Actually, Brock is down the hallway. How much luck do you have? If I use the luck, am I going to hurt my amigo? Do it. I'm probably going to get hurt either way. I got a better chance of surviving once they're dead. I am going to spend six of the luck to get to the 14. The grenade rockets past Brock and hits one of the clowns. 24 damage on Jester. The explosion knocks Brock and Harlequin prone. Uh, I'm going to open fire on... Um, uh, I got a left. You kill Punchline. Punchline falls on his face and blood pours out of his mouth. My God, I've killed him. The two other clowns run back and take shots into the corridor blindly. DV's going to be 17. Brock's laying prone on his belly, so the shots will go directly over into Electra. Assault rifle. Hit. Damage. 22 damage. You did not take cover in the first round, but next round you can look for cover. This is an open corridor. You just took 22 points of damage. Take it off your sheet. Electra's down. Electra absorbs 11 and takes 11 damage to her body. Harlequin takes a shot at Heretic. Misses with the first shot. Heavy pistol. Hits with the second shot. 17 damage. Where are you at, Banthar? Banthar is in the, in the hallway with the mimetic camo on, hiding behind a vending machine. I would like to shoot at one of the chuckle pucks. Harlequin or Jester? I would like to shoot at the Jester. And I am going to use a assault rifle. And I just rolled a 24, a 24. Nice shot, roll damage. Critical injury, 27. So his armor was 12. That's 15. Banthar, roll a 2d6 for critical injury table. 11. Crushed his fingers. Negative four to all actions involving that hand. Drone should be cleared by now, but uh, Mother's Milk still in the uh, still in the hot zone. So Mother's Milk is gonna drop the new weapon out of its belly. And which clowns do we have left? Jester and Harlequin. All right, I'm gonna take a shot at Harlequin with the bird. Another hot poop? No, we're using the the bird gun this time. They fitted Mother's Milk with a retractable handgun. Rolling animal handling, a 20. Take a shot at Harley Quinn. I assume I made the DV. It's a seven damage. Since he did that on his own, I'm gonna redeploy the drone around the corner. Heretic, go. Harley Quinn is like really in fucking bad shape, I can tell. There's two dead clowns in the back of the corridor. Two new clowns advancing. Mother's Milk hits Jester. Absorbed by the armor, taking some damage. Okay, I'm going to get behind some cover. Uh, I imagine there's the vending machines that me and Banthar kind of can jump behind. I'll jump behind the one that he was at before he moved. And I'll take a shot at Jester. 22. What's the damage? 15. Jester has quite a bit of armor on. This game's all about armor. Uh, Electro, you're up. I rolled a 25 perception. What do I see down this hallway and how is it built? There are vending machines in the front of the hallway and a couple of your friends are hiding behind there already. And there's two clowns running forward, two dead clowns in the back. 
There's a drone over your head. Couple of invisible guys cruising around, so be careful when you shoot. So I duck around the corner. Okay, so you're at the mouth of the hallway. You can fire down using some cover, firing around the corner. So I fired one and it's a 10. I fired my other and it's a 19. That's a miss. That's a hit, roll damage. I rolled a 12. 12 damage. His armor absorbs it, reels back, and keeps running forward. Banthar, you're up. I am going to shoot my assault rifle again. Fire at Chester. Uh, 13. That's a miss. Brock, you're up. Uh, I'm going to get up. Basically, they ran right over me because I'm down by the dead bodies still. You can shoot them in the back with a plus two. It's ten. His armor absorbs it. Keeps running. Jester fires at Electra. Assault rifle. Seventeen. Sixteen damage. What's your armor? Take six damage. Electra, you gotta run. The clowns whip around when they hear the noise behind them from the invisible person. Just in time for Mother's Milk to take its next shot at Harlequin. Animal handling, 15. That's a hit. 13 damages. Harlequin goes down. I am shooting at the Harlequin, and I got a Bente. 20. We'll roll damage. That would be a 15. You kill Harlequin. Pink mist. Jester runs up into the middle of the hallway, opens his jacket. He has C4 strapped around his ribs. And he says... Nighty night, motherfuckers. All right, let's do some shout outs. I'd like to give a shout out to Charleston, South Carolina. Banthar. I would like to give a shout out to Lebanon, Kentucky. Brock. I'd like to give a shout out to National Harbor and Magfest. Heretic. I'd like to give a shout out to Silver City, Nevada. Electra. I'd like to give a shout out to Kelsey Cox. Thanks for supporting me. All right. If you want to keep this podcast commercial free, make sure you're a Patreon. We will give you extra content, some super fun behind the scenes stuff going on there. I'd like to give a shout out to Denver, Colorado. Thanks for listening to the Cyber 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 Cyber.